Welcome to From a Particular Point of View. I'm Dale. This is a podcast where we look at American life and times from a perspective of faith. There's only one God, man, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that. We're on a mission from God. Politics. Why should I trade one tyrant 3,000 miles away for 3,000 tyrants one mile away? An elected legislature can trample a man's rights as easily as a king can. Nerd. Nerd! 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 I'm a nerd. I'm pretty proud of it. And enlightenment. What the good doctor hasn't uh, let you in on yet is that your test shows that you're a genius. Please. Your IQ scored right off the charts. There isn't even a classification for you. It was so high. All of your tests indicate that you have the most advanced intellect in the history of humankind. It will test your head and your mind and your brain, too. So sit back, literally or figuratively, and enjoy American life and times from a particular point of view. 106 miles to Chicago. we got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Lighten up, Francis. My lords, my ladies, and everybody else here not sitting on a cushion. Today, today... You find yourselves equals, for you are all equally blessed. For I have the pride, the privilege, nay, the pleasure of introducing to you a knight sired by knights. A knight who can trace his lineage back beyond Charlemagne. I first met him atop a mountain near Jerusalem, praying to God asking his forgiveness for the Saracen blood spilt by his sword. Next, he amazed me still further in Italy when he saved a fatherless beauty from the would-be ravishings of her dreadful Turkish uncle. In Greece, he spent a year in silence just to better understand the sound of a whisper. And so, without further gilding the lily, and with no more ado, I give to you the seeker of serenity, the protector of Italian virginity, the enforcer of our Lord God, the one, the only, Sir Dale. Hello, everyone. Welcome again, once again, to From a Particular point of view. I'm Dale, and uh, this is a, a podcast where we well, look like the intro said, look at American Knife and Times through different perspectives, um, sometimes political, sometimes not, nerd stuff. You get the idea. Anyway, to get a hold of me, to comment, um, you know, criticize whatever, <laughs> thoughts, opinions, watercoolercomments at gmail.com or watercoolercomments at hotmail.com. Well, this one here is interesting. Um, I didn't even hear about this particular documentary until a few weeks ago, and it just popped out there. And granted, I already knew of the uh, of the maker, the filmmaker, Dinesh D'Souza. He's a immigrant, a Indian immigrant, yes, from the country India, not the American native. Um, he's made several documentaries. Um, most, if not all, of them are right-leaning, you know, conservative-based, so people out there who are not of this hammer of mind would call that propagandist lies. You get the idea. But uh, I've thoroughly enjoyed uh, his work. Uh, I think I have most, if not all, of his documentaries, and I thoroughly enjoyed all of them. Um, and to me, that's um, 
it's very good at actually pointing out the truth. Of course, truth is a matter of opinion, I guess, depending on, but, you know, truth is truth. I mean, you know, I could tell you the sky is blue, but you could say, well, it's not blue. It's more of a, you know, a, a soft blue, a robin blue. It's like, whatever. So, <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> um, so it, it's gonna, that's what it's going to be about today, is about the movie, the documentary, 2,000 Mules. And again, it's about um, the voter fraud that did happen, the 2020 election, and it did happen. Um, you know, my personal opinion, of course. Anyway, <laughs> uh, however, it's going to jump up and, and, and head over to the news desk, or whatever, you get the idea. Um, some news that happened over the week that I thought was interesting. Remember, I, I did a podcast a week or two ago about the Disinformation Governance Board. Remember that? Yeah, well, guess what? It's gone. <laughs> it lasted, what, less than a month, I think. Um, it has been disbanded, and the head of it, um, the weird chick, she has resigned. So, I guess, interesting thing enough, I actually heard from a, 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 I, there's a guy I work with who is much more liberal than me. And we, even though we disagree on many things, we agree on some things too. And we both agree that this this disinformation governance board was ridiculous and terrible and every other negative adjective you can think of. So when I told him it was, he kind of laughed at it when I told him, yeah, it's no more. It's because even some of his progressive friends that were saying, you know, that's a bad idea. That, that's a terrible idea. Don't do it. So anyway, that is no longer. Um, as many of you may know, uh, the White House has a new press secretary. I think I even mentioned this before, too. Um, I don't remember her name. It's something French-sounding. Pierre Van something or whatever. I don't know. I thought, you know, Pierre for a chick? Okay, whatever. And amazingly enough, the White House and, of course, the former vice president praised at breaking another, checking another box, breaking another glass ceiling as the first black female gay Immigrant. I mean, can we get some more checks in there? Can we? Um, what, what else can we do? Uh, maybe the first one with um, with AIDS. Um, the first one who can, I don't know, shoot her own gun. Um, no, can't. That's, that's too conservative. Oh, you get the idea. I mean, uh, right there are four boxes to check. I mean, <laughs> it's this way. Can you report what the president said, whether he's full of crap or very true? Can you do it well? Can you, uh, you know, can can you speak eloquently? Can you speak clearly, concisely? No matter your sex, no matter your skin color, no matter, you know, where you're from, no matter, really, do we really have to go through all that, all that stuff? Well, it is Biden, and he seems to have a fascination for black women. Maybe it's something, maybe it's a, a thing, I don't know. Um, you know, it's interesting, um, no matter how... <laughs> You know, uh, no matter how skilled they are or not, how much experience or not they have. I mean, look at Kamala Harris. She lost it in the first, in the beginning, in the primary. She, I don't think she made it the primary, and she, but yet he picked her because she was a woman of color. Who cares what color you are? Who cares if you're male or female? Can you do a job? Can you do it well? Fine, but she can do neither. Anyway, um, next one I've been hearing about, which I thought was very disturbing. But I heard about it through, I think, both Fox and CBS News, and I think one or two other places, I think, is that the pro-abortion uh, protesters are actually threatening to set fire to the court building 
if the Roe v. Wade is overturned, they set the threat fire to it, they sent to destroy it, and they're actually um, threatened to murder the justices. Now, I'm going to assume it's only the justices that are conservative. And they, they've actually threatened that. I've been hearing it on the radio. It's like, isn't that, like, illegal? You can't threaten an official, a, f- a federal official. You can't do that. That is, I believe that's illegal. I could be incorrect, but that's just, you know, that's what I get, I gather. Um... You know, I know that if a conservative group did that, you know they'd be all... <laughs> you get the idea. The The federal government would be all over them. You know, throwing them in jail for stupid reasons. You know, you get the idea. But I'm pretty sure that if, when they do, if it is overturned, if it is overturned, because, it's, again, it's not certain yet, uh, that if left-wing progressive activists do something like now how can you set fire to a stone or marble building i don't know so they have to break in find wood or some fuel that were burned because again i don't i mean yes marble can burn i guess if you put another few enough like gas on it or diesel or lighter fluid but to my knowledge stone in itself cannot burn it needs a fuel and fuel is not stone is not a fuel anyway but they do threat they did threaten they did at least threaten the, the justices, maybe not to kill them, but they threatened them. No matter what, that is no, because I remember I think when they when they this this the uh, justice the, the Supreme Court justice some one some justice said that well you can it's not illegal and we support the idea of of, of same sex marriage. I didn't like it, but it's like well. I, and again, I didn't like it because not only because um, I don't like the idea; it's against the Bible, but also because justices do not make laws. You know, I mean, do I want to go over there and kill them for that? Of course not. Of course not. But you know, that, that's those two things. And they, and I, you know, I don't know if I didn't hear of any conservative that wants to go over there and and terrorize or hurt or prosecute or anything these justices for for doing that. Anyway. Uh, the next one I bring up is I just actually heard about now. The guy at work reminded me that this is actually going on for a while, but I didn't hear about it until just a couple of days ago. And I believe I heard about it on Fox News or was it on? Um, um, it's a talk show host guy. Um, oh, I don't remember his name right now. Anyway, Mark Levin. That's who it is. Mentioned about there was a a college professor from some. It was a liberal college. I, you know, it's of course, of course. And I guess he was speaking in Congress, um, or speaking somewhere about uh, the recent shooting with the the, the, the white the white racist young man, whatever. Anyway, and about the I think the thirteen people got shot. I think eleven got killed, and and all but two were were black or something. Anyway, apparently, um, they're they're I guess this this kid is he's a terrible person. I guess he was loaded with racist content of neo-Nazi, blah, 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 blah. He was just an idiot. He's a moron, and he got caught. Good for him. Hope I hope, hope they fill the book at him. Hope they just, yeah, you get the idea. Anyway, this professor um, was telling us that um, that if you are white, um, you are suffering from, uh, you, you are going through a, a race, re- you are suffering from race replacement theory syndrome or something like that. Basically, the reason why white people are racist because they're afraid according to this person i'll call it a person because he's he doesn't have the intelligence god gave him that anyway according to this person 
uh, most white people, especially right-leaning white people, if you like, especially if you like Trump, you are racist because you're afraid, considering that, I guess, the um, Hispanic and the black and the Asian people are producing, the population is growing faster than the white people, and apparently um, we, allegedly, are afraid that we will become a minority and I think this person even said, I could be wrong, but I think this person said that by, what, in 50 years, the white race will almost be, the white race in America will almost be bred out because there'll be so much interbreeding of blacks, Hispanics, and Asians that we will no longer be classified as a race of people. Of course, all this is ignorance and stupid and moronic, and you get the idea. So the idea that we, that he thinks that, that people like me are racist because we're scared that we might lose our ranking in, in, as a majority of the people in the country is ridiculous to an extreme. Anyway, that's I just heard about that. Well, uh, the details of it more or less. I mean, I think I heard about that before, but I know that I had a there was a a a, um, a person at the college I went to who headed off their you know, finger quotes diversity achievement center who said that. He believed that the government should just hand over the entire Northwest, the entire West, including the Northwest, back to Mexico where it belongs. And because the Hispanic, like the Hispanic uh, people, are the fastest growing, we should just tender or candor to everything about them. We should adopt their language, their customs, their, their everything, and just give the entire Western part of the United States back to back to Mexico where it rightfully, belong, rightfully belongs. Which, of course, is idiotic, stupid, moronic. You get the idea. <laughs> anyway. So, with that, uh, comes our main topic for today. The movie called 2,000 Mules. It's by Dinesh D'Souza. It's a, it's a documentary. I think most of his movies are documentaries. He's, that's just what he does. Um, it features Katherine Engelbright, Breck, I think. And, um, let's see, and she is the founder and president of True the Vote. And then there's... Um, Managing partner uh, of this group, okay, there's Greg Phillips, who is the managing partner of OPSEC Group. Um, I'm not sure. It's O-P-S-E-C. I know it's a technical group. Um, and so he's, you know, and it, most of it, of the, of the documentary is sitting um, either in a, well, it's part of it sitting in a circle, but most of it is uh, a few of these people um in a, around a table talking about the film that they've, the film and the, and the details that they've, that they've documented. Also, when there is Dennis Prager, now some of these people I don't know who they are. A few of them, but uh, Dennis Prager, I know who he is. I believe Dennis Prager was a a um, economic secretary for under Trump. I think I know he also was a talk show host, right leaning more or less. I think he is more or less conservative. And then there is Eric Metex, Metesis or Tech. I don't know. Me- when I hear it, it's like, oh, that's how you say it. But it's anyway, I don't know who this guy is. Larry Elder, actually, I believe he ran for governor in in California uh, a year or two ago. He didn't make it, but um, he's a good conservative guy. Charlie Kirk, um, I believe, is the founder of of um, a right-leaning group. Um, anyway, I can't remember what it is right now. It, it, it loses my mind, but he's a definitely conservative guy. And then there's Sebastian Gorka, which I think he has his own show on Fox or something. I don't know. But anyway, those are the, the you know part of it. Anyway, um, so right away, <laughs> it's interesting um, with liberals. I mean, according to court to people like me. The the 2020 election went horribly, horribly wrong, not just because Donald Trump allegedly lost, which he did not, um, 
but this is what kind of gets me is if you remember correctly when Donald Trump the first time he won the the liberals went on this binge saying well he's in there because it's russian disinformation the russians got him in there he loves russia russia loves him putin got him in there he's a putin traitor he's a putin puppet blah blah you get the idea well after 4 years after uh you know, they, 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 the, the lies they said about what, with Trump and winning. Oh, he can't win. He's not. He's not. He's not a legitimate president. You know, he's he's wrong. The whole thing's a cheat. The whole thing's a scam. Well, amazingly enough, when somebody that they like allegedly wins, this is what you hear. Let me begin with one immutable fact: the 2020 election was the most secure election in American history. It was the cleanest election, the safest election, the most secure election ever run. And make no mistake. There has been no evidence of any significant rise or widespread voter fraud. Let me say it again. The 2020 election was the most secure election in American history. Period. Now, that was a montage, of course, um, that I got from the movie, you know, uh, 2000 Mules, in which the liberals, the progressives, the left-leaning uh, media goes out of their way to tell you it was the most cleanest, the most secure, the, the best the cleanest ever. There, there was no fraud whatsoever at all. And it's like, yeah, right, sure. And I'm black and rich, which I'm neither. <laughs> so anyway, and of course, to the people who, um, to the people who don't believe this, this is what they say. This same side accuses anyone who disagrees with them of perpetrating a big lie or the big delusion. The big lie keeps getting repeated. The big lie is just that, a big lie. So, it's to them, it's a big lie. No matter what the fact shows, of course, you know, it's funny the thing about facts, you can't change them. Anyway, it's an interesting thing is in the documentary, they ask, uh, do you trust the results of the 2020 election? Do you know what happened? And they could never really, you know, because this is before they get, you get into the, the heart of the movie about what happened or the documentary. And nobody could really say. They, they know that 2020 didn't happen the way it's supposed to, not just because O'Biden, O'Biden, you get the idea, <laughs> allegedly, you know, won. But there are so many things that happened that can't be excused. I mean, you know, even before I knew about ballot harvesting, um, even before this, there were some things that I've heard about that I, I, I knew that just weren't right. Okay, this isn't, no, this this can't be, this is incorrect, no, this isn't good. So that's what, that's what they were asking. And we were, they were also talking about how, how a person that could fill a 60,000-person stadium in one day cannot win over somebody who could barely put 50 people you know, in, in, a, in a stadium, in a little, in a park, you know, I mean, because Trump, Trump could put, you know, we've seen what Trump could do with, with stadiums. He tops them to the, tops them. Biden, you could even fill a high school gymnasium with his supporters in one of his rallies. So, it's, you know, and, and also, uh, allegedly, Biden brags that um, he even got more votes than Obama, which I don't buy that for a minute. Granted, I didn't like when Obama won, but I b- believe that that, okay, I, I can say that was more or less a fair election, more or less. From what I understand it, um, yeah, okay, I'll give it to Obama. He got that one. But but uh, Vice President Joe Biden, no. He, my personal opinion, of course, he did not win the 2020 election. Anyway, do we know what happened to the election? Not incredibly so, but most of us you have the idea. Um, 
<laughs> unfortunately, those who don't accept the results are called losers, conspiracy theorists. You get the idea. You know, it's that's what the, the, the left seems to do to anybody who disagrees with them. Um, oh, you watch Fox News, don't you? Or you're a conspiracy theorist or whatever. So it seems they don't, you know, the stories that the truth comes out and they call it conspiracy. Of course I do. Anyway, um, this is again about um, proof. This this documentary is proof. What this company does, the company um, OPEC Group, um, they have actually purchased, um, and you can do this, I guess, legally. You can actually do this, purchase um, the rights to uh, to signals, cell phone signals. And I guess they purchased a lot of them, and they pointed out the ones um, that were doing certain things. It's, uh, the algorithms they found were, um, they found people, um, lots of people, I should say several people, lots of people, many, 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 many people, hundreds of people that were picking up ballots from uh, organizations, voter organizations, um, you know, community organizations, and dropping them off to um, several different, you know, I think from five to ten, sometimes twenty or more, you know, ballot drop ballot drop boxes. They would actually put four to five ballot drop box, you know, ballots in a box and go to the next one, go to the next one, go to the next one. Now, the idea of ballot harvesting, um, it's this way. Ballot harvesting uh, is legal depending on where you're at or where you're not at. To some, there are several states that says it's only by the ch- only chosen by the voter. Um, there are some states that it's specific um, specific people may bring the ballot box in. There are, uh, I think, what, six states, seven states, eight states or something that's unspecified. And oddly enough, it's only Alabama that is only the voter can return your ballot box. However, even though you can choose in many cases or unspecified who brings in the ballots to the ballot box, you cannot get paid for it. That is illegal. And the and the, the, the documentary does show people getting paid for it. It, it is happening, which, of course, is illegal. Um, and I believe they, they go on, um, they, they talk about the key states, um, the key battleground states. Cause that's, cause I go to Pennsylvania, um, Arizona, um, uh, there's some other states that were, I think Georgia, I don't know. They kind of mentioned it, but the, the battleground states from this last election. And, uh, as I understand here by this map, most of them, um, or specific people may return the ballot, only specific people. But it, but from what they're saying is that they, they have proof, that video proof, and actually what they've done is they've hacked into some of these, these cameras and actually shows people dumping in, you know, the same people dumping in, you know, um, ballots. You know, and of course the idea is, is one, one of the guys on there says, okay, who votes at three in the morning? I'm sure there are people that do. You know, but um, who votes? Who dump? Who, who goes to multiple ballot boxes multiple times a night and dumps in four to five ballots? That no, that's illegal. That's you can't do. It. And then you get paid for it. And of course, George Soros's name was out there. It was mentioned, which I probably is accurate. I mean, after all, he's a very, very wealthy man. So you know, why not? And it's the idea of this, uh, as I believe. After see, Donald Trump wasn't supposed to win. They knew Hillary was going to win. They just knew it. All the polls said so. All the, and they heavy into the polls. They just knew it, you know. And then when Donald Trump, when Donald Trump won, they, they freaked out. The left, the progressives, the, the the elites, they freaked out. And I think they finally said, "Okay, this will not happen again, right?" 
you know, it, it better not happen again. If it does happen again, heads will roll. So I'm thinking they said by hook or by crook, by any means necessary, illegal or not, Joe, Bi- I mean, um, Trump will not win again. Will he? Hint, hint, hint type of thing. You know, so I believe that a lot of these uh, organizations, um, Acorn-esque, if you remember Acorn-ish, whatever, um, they actually uh, did ballot harvesting. And they sent people out, paid them, I think it was like five or ten bucks or whatever, um, a ballot. And as some of the video shows, they actually have to take pictures of themselves stuffing the ballot box just to prove that they did it. Not that they just didn't throw it away somewhere. So they got to show proof. And oddly enough, it also shows uh, one of the ladies in the video wearing a pair of gloves. Because I guess uh, some 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 ballots that showed up that were faulty somehow, and they actually found fingerprints on them. And they actually got some people in trouble because, hey, this, you know, they, they found out somehow that this isn't the people that were supposed to deliver it. And so after that, they began insisting that the, 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 the mules, as they're called, started wearing rubber gloves to hide their, their fingerprints. Again, mules are the people who take the ballots, um, who, depending on however many, and he transfer the ballots from the community organization that they're collecting ballots from and changing them from there to different ballot boxes. So that's what a mule is, according to here. So anyway, it's it, it, that's one that's when you worry, you know. It's like okay, you see this. Uh, granted, um, what they're doing isn't illegal in every state, but in most, if not all, states. But getting money for it is illegal. And they were also mentioned about how sometimes these groups will actually print out ballots. You know, they'll get the right kind of paper and everything else, and actually print out ballots and then mark them to their will and then send them off. That's illegal. You can't do that. You know, that's beyond illegal. I mean, after all, you got to wonder, how did Joe Biden, and as, I, as, as I've heard this before, allegedly he got the most votes of any U.S. president in, his, in the history of our country. This guy spent most time in his basement. He can't speak very well at all. He mumbles. He's always disoriented, seemingly. Um, he's not fit for presidency. Good thing he's not president. Anyway, even though he illegally holds the office, you know, at, at the, the White House, the address. So anyway, um, this this documentary goes out of their way, seemingly shows overly abundance. Actually, I believe they said that there's four million minutes of video proof showing people stuffing ballot boxes. Now, you can't tell me that in three in the morning, a person can can legally stuff four to five ballots in a box and do this 8, 10, 20, 30 times a night. That is illegal. You know, unless, of course, well, depending on what state it is. But again, uh, I mean, maybe you spit, maybe the priest people whose ballots are stuffing says, yeah, I don't care who does it, just vote for me. I don't care who does it. But still, as I understand it, they're getting paid for it. And there's actually a person on there who says, yes, they're getting paid for it. And there are times where they'll actually tell these people, do not go to this drop box. Why? Because there's a camera there. You'll get seen. So anyway, so again, um, yeah, <laughs> uh, you can't trust the, the Democrats. And again, I, I know I don't trust them. So it's, uh, yeah, it's not a good thing. So uh, with all that, um, it's, <laughs> it's called 2,000 Mules. Um, it, I think they just had it. So it goes on, um, 
it's going on into theaters now, I believe. So, um, and you can also, I know I bought my copy from their website. Don't remember how much it costs. But it's called 2000 Mules, Dinesh D'Souza. Uh, I don't know if he's an award-winning filmmaker, but he's made several films. And it shows very clearly overwhelming evidence that actually the 2020 elections was not fair. Uh, it does not count massive fraud, more than enough fraud to overturn the election that's showing that President Trump is still our president and former Vice President Joe Biden is not. Anyway, yeah, this might be a little bit um, hot for some people to listen to or even understand. I know it's the big conspiracy that uh, a lot of Democrats don't like. I know they'll come and consider, you know, and actually this also might be considered hate speech by some people, I guess. I don't know. I don't understand that, some of that stuff. Anyway, <laughs> with that, this is from a particular. This is from a particular point of view. I am Dale, and again, if you want to contact me, uh, respond, questions, whatever, watercoolercomments at hotmail.com or watercoolercomments at gmail.com. So until next time, have a great day, and uh, hey, have fun out there. Don't you know? Don't take everything too seriously, but watch out, and uh, it could get bad. It's not looking good so far with inflation, the price of gas. You get the idea. But this is from a particular point of view. I'm Dale. Have a great day. <laughs>